You're listening to New England Public Media News. I'm Adam Frenier, and this is the shortlist NEPM's Week in Review. Joining us today on the line, Natalia Munoz, host of Viacon Munoz on WHMP, and Larry Parnas, investigations editor with the Berkshire Eagle. Natalia, Larry, thanks for being with us today. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, you might be thinking about your vacation plans or maybe backyard barbecues coming up, but there's several mayoral races heating up across western Massachusetts. In Holyoke, as many as eight candidates are vying for the open seat, and so far they've accumulated more than $150,000 in campaign cash. The preliminary election to pare down the field to two finalists is September 21st. Natalia, there's been all this activity already, and nomination papers aren't even due for another week and a half yet. What's your take on this? It's really great to see so many people running for mayor of Holyoke and also running for the city council seats. It shows a lot of engagement by people who live here, and it's very exciting. Meanwhile, in North Adams, where there's also going to be an open seat for mayor, the field of candidates recently shrunk from five to four. Joshua Valliers, a 21-year-old college student, opted to run instead for the school committee there. Larry North Adams went more than 30 years with just two mayors, John Barrett, who's currently a state representative, and Dick Alcombright. And now for the second time in four years, residents will elect a new one. How do you see this race shaping up? Well, there are finally uh, a couple of pretty viable candidates who have resumes that speak to their ability to do municipal leadership. It was a little uh, sketchy at the beginning. And uh, Joshua is a nice young guy. He's a... uh, college student. And uh, when we interviewed him, we asked him, well, how would you handle this? You would be elected. You'd still be uh, a student at MCLA. He said, well, I would still be a student. So it was a a kind of a a run that was meant to get his name out there. But North Adams, um, I think the key to this race here will be personal touch and word of mouth and campaigning. And it's, I think it's likely to be the same, Natalia, in, in Holyoke. I mean, there's a couple of front runners there. The money that's raised hasn't really differentiated clout, I don't think. And uh, we'll see there's a lot of time to come before these primaries. That's a good point, Larry, because the money that's been raised and in Holyoke, uh, a couple of candidates, uh, three in particular, the Mass Live had a story on how much money has been raised by uh, three of the candidates, uh, Rebecca Lisi and uh, William Glidden and Mike Sullivan, who then it gives it may give you the sense that these are the front runners. We don't know who the front runners are, really. I mean, yeah, in terms of raising money, we do know now. But in terms of who the uh, voting public wants to support, it's too early to tell. Going back to the Berkshires, the state announced $6.5 million this week in funding for the Greylock Glen Project. The money will bring a recreation center to Adams, which supporters say will help make it the hub of outdoor recreation in the northern Berkshires. The project, in one form or another, has been long sought after, dating back to the mid-1970s, and here's Governor Charlie Baker. We will do all we can to make sure this gets done well and gets done on time and gets done consistently with people's expectations, but most importantly of all, we're going to make sure it gets done, period. Larry, the town of Adams has the money, but there's still some concern about whether it's going to be enough. Can you fill us in? Uh, they'll, they'll have enough to do it, and Baker, in a in an interview after his formal remarks this week, said that, you know, the state will come in if the materials costs and the bids come in a little bit higher. Town is also uh, ready to shave certain aspects off of this. This is an outdoor recreation center. So it'll it'll go forward. It'll start uh, construction next year and probably be finished the year after. I just think my quick point on this would be 
uh, Adam, you said that in one form or another, it's been discussed for decades. It finally found the right form and the right size. And that is that it's not going to be a, a golf course plunked down in a really precious thousand acre state tract near an even bigger, you know, Mount Greylock reservation. It's very environmentally oriented. That's why the environmental groups that had always wanted to protect the Greylock Glen are with this. And it's modest, it's scalable. Uh, I think they, f they really found the right way to go forward here. Natalia Baker also, while he was there, touted his proposal to spend $100 million in federal COVID-19 relief funds on state parks and outdoor recreation areas. Is this a good use of the money? Sure. Anything that helps people uh, be healthy is a good use of money. And let's go to Springfield for a moment, where another project that's also been out there for a long time could finally be getting underway this week this this year i should say the plan is to bring more than 70 apartments to a historic building on court square in the city's downtown along with a large restaurant natalia a contractor's been hired if this project does get off the ground as expected what kind of impact is it going to have on downtown springfield that's that's a good question because the way the economy is rolling we don't know if there are enough jobs in our region than to sustain the cost of buying an apartment there, that is a beautiful spot. It's right in the center of, of Springfield. It's walking distance to everything. Um, I, you know, a friend of mine used to think, oh, we should buy this and renovate it. And now that we know <laughs> it would cost $50 million or whatever, it was like, okay, no wonder we did it. Um, but certainly I'm glad that that will be renovated and people are going to be hired and that's bringing more energy into downtown Springfield, which is needed. Very much, especially as we get through this pandemic. And also, there was a, too much of a heavy reliance on MGM to be the be all for Springfield. It's good that they're developing this project. Finally, this week, Massachusetts' first vaccine lottery drawing is less than two weeks away. The contest is designed to incentivize people to get vaccinated and it provides prizes of up to a million dollars for adults and $300,000 scholarships for younger people. But a Boston University study looked at a similar program in Ohio and concluded it didn't have much of an impact. Larry, quickly, given the results of this study, could this federal recovery money have been better spent? Probably, Adam, but have you registered for your Vax Millions opportunity? Well, yes, we asked, I did. We, you could. We asked Governor <laughs> Baker about this when he was out at Greylock Glen, and he did not want to touch that. He's just talking about it's a long slog to get people vaccinated. There's still a lot of people who don't have even the initial dose. So this is probably a, a, a quirky idea which caught fire too quickly and really will not move uh, vaccine numbers. Last word, Natalia? Lotteries don't work. The reason people are not getting vaccinated, it's not because they need more money somehow or they want to get a grand prize. It's that there are historical reasons why people, Latinos and Black people in particular, Indigenous communities are not getting vaccinated. Playing the lottery game on them that's a disrespect to the legacy of discrimination that all these communities have endured in testing out birth control pills, Agent Orange in Puerto Rico, etc. Natalia Munoz, host of Viacon Munoz on WHMP, and Larry Parnas with the Berkshire Eagle. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you. you. Bet, Adam. And thank you for listening to The Shortlist, NEPM's Week in Review. You can catch us at any time wherever you get your podcasts or at nepm.org slash podcast hub. I'm Adam Frenier, and this is New England Public Media. Thank you.